0: Welcome to this week's Precision Podcast, and I'm joined today by Jeff Wellstead. And Jeff, uh, you might have noticed, is a gentleman, but Jeff and I are keen to explore the challenges of finding our way back to health and fitness in middle life. And, uh, and so this applies to the guys just as much as the ladies. And so welcome to Jeff. Thanks so much for joining me, Jeff. Uh, Jeff and I connected online and, you know, we had uh, chemistry. I think you'll agree, Jeff. I would agree. I <laughs> and agree. Uh, and so today we're talking about wellness, health and fitness. And, you know, why are we talking about this now, Jeff, is the question.
1: Yeah, well, so the answer, uh, based on our recent conversations, uh, was very much for me personally. Um, it was a real wake-up call, uh, this whole COVID lockdown uh, process and period. Um, for everybody in my family, but especially myself, um, on two counts. One is I was extraordinarily worried about actually getting infected with COVID, uh, as I have a couple of underlying challenges that I, that I would worry about. Um, Mm -hmm. and then the other is the lack of exercise, um, and just the sedentary nature of, of kind of hanging around, you know, in your house and and not getting out very often. It was, it's really starting to frankly take a toll.
0: Mm And I think you're you're not alone in that, are you? For sure, uh, you know there's lots of people who will resonate with that. Uh, but you know, in your past, I know that you you were an athlete, Jeff, weren't you? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. By all accounts, I guess if the archaeologists weren't able to dig up into my uh, into my past, they may find a, some some actual sportswear. Um, yeah, no, I was an American football player. Um, and did a heck of a lot of fitness and a lot of weightlifting, and um, and I was, yeah, I mean, to the point where I had to, I had to have custom-made clothing, if you can imagine that, <laughs> based on, on my out of out of control proportions uh, was, back in the day.
0: Because you were muscly, is <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I ended up with um, stupidly uh, with something like 52 inch shoulders. Um, I had a 34 inch waist. I had 19-inch arms already, um, and so everybody would just look at me and say, you're an anomaly. Uh, you're not going to be able to fit into our clothes, uh, so good luck with that, uh, as I was just entering the business world, mind you, too, so I could ill afford <laughs> custom-made suits. <Oops. laughs>
0: oh yeah. Yeah, well, Funny. I mean, I, I've always considered myself between sizes, and I thought that was bad enough, but uh, – yeah. But- Clearly not. So I think you um, you know, we mentioned that earlier that American football is is actually quite, you know, even if you've got the proportions to deal with it, it's very uh, strenuous on your body and lots of hits your body takes, doesn't it? Did you did you suffer with injury or?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't think you if you play American football uh, in any way properly, then yeah, you don't walk away without sadly having having some level of injury. So, um, in the relatively short period of time I played it, I ended up with several broken fingers. Um, I separated my shoulder twice, uh, did damage to my left knee. Um, I think my ankles, uh, always ever were, were challenged. So, um, and not to mention all sorts of bruising in the, you know, the rib cage in the back and everything else. So yeah, it's arguably one of, one of the dumbest sports that uh, human beings can throw themselves into. Uh, and I find it much, much more fun to watch it on TV nowadays watch other people do it
0: yeah i think i mean you know why not but but you know this leaves its mark doesn't it you know you you don't walk away uh completely intact from those kinds no. of things. and uh and this, you know you kind of carry it with you then through your life i guess
1: you do. I mean, listen, I've already had my knee operated on. Um, I've had you know, arth- arthritis of, in various degrees in my hands and fingers um, from uh, the punishment I gave them, uh, lower back pain, um, and just had uh, my left hip replaced <laughs> last year just oh. for fun. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't you don't walk away unscathed.
0: No. So uh, so after when how old were you when you stopped playing your sports?
1: Oh gosh, I guess it was uh, I was like 19 years old I think when I finally quit um quit football and had played for you know four or five years up until then so it didn't you know it didn't take long at all to rack up the uh, the no. injuries.
0: Yeah, so you were still a relatively young man and then you mentioned that you embarked on your professional career coming out of that uh, with your 50 whatever it was in shoulders. And uh and so now mm. we're looking back on 25 years of uh of a professional life in uh, human resources management
1: and uh, yeah yeah well in honesty, i lied about that it's probably more like 30 30 plus oh. years since, uh, since I, I entered the uh, work world um 30 years um and yeah it was an interesting transition so you know for the first uh two or three years when i was working in new york city um it was kind of reasonably common practice that that people would kind of take their lunch hours and go to the gym um, mm-hmm. do a bit of working out and come back. But, uh, but look, arguably it, it was a reasonably, you know, abbreviate, abbreviated session, probably about 45 minutes of actually working out and then racing back to the office, um, you know, to, uh, to spend the rest of your day be- behind a computer. Um, and that's arguably a, the balance of what I did aside from commuting, you know, to and from work, um, right. and then doing some fun things on the weekends occasionally when I was younger. Uh, it was a fairly sedentary lifestyle and you don't, you don't see it creeping up on you. Um, mm. problem was, is I, you know, from a calorie intake perspective, I was feeding my body, uh, very much like I had done when I was playing American football. So, you know, I think I was probably throwing down as much as 6,000 calories a day when I was doing that stuff. Um I I don't think I would have had time to continue that, that regime, uh, you know, whilst working, but I still ate too much and, uh, too much, you know, too much by way of carbohydrate and things I thought, no big deal. I've always ever eaten this. I've always ever stayed, uh, pretty fit. Um, I should be fine to do so. And, you know, the twenties became the thirties. Uh, my thirties became my forties. I had a family right about the end of my thirties. Um, and, God, I just you know all hell was starting to break loose of my body, and I wasn't even paying attention to it. Uh, mm. You know, lots of weight gain, a uh, lot of joint pain, um, just about everywhere. Uh, ultimately, um, type two diabetes settled in, um, mm. which was wasn't diagnosed until my mid to late forties. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I just you know I got to the point where my doctors were like, you know, Jeff, what are you what are you doing to yourself? You know, this is uh this isn't good. You're, you're you know, you're eating and drinking too much, you're not exercising, you're gaining way too much weight. um, And you're, you know, you are at risk of stroke, heart attack, all the things that, uh, you know, that we read about. Um, And you're a very young person, relatively speaking, you should not be having these issues. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I I have to say, I missed it. You know, I, I missed, I missed feeling uh, fitness, uh, fit and, and feeling competent about my body, the physical aspects of my, of my being. Um, I, I couldn't keep up with others. Um, even, even golfing, you know, a lot of people would carry their bags around the course and so forth. And it would really take it out of me, um, to be, you know, be doing that sort of thing, which again, is just ridiculous. I mean, I was walking around like I was, you know, 70, 80 years old, uh, when in fact I was only in my forties. Um, and, uh, and so, So, yeah, here we are, uh, you know, having uh, gone through a lot of remedial work, um, lost a whole bunch of weight based on ultimately having to get a gastric bypass surgery, uh, which was game changing, life changing for me. Um, I quit drinking entirely, uh, which was great because I was a lot of of wasted calories um, and had to reteach my body how to absorb uh, food, Uh, basically now kind of focusing on primarily Uh, you know, veg, protein, and fruit as being sort of my primaries. Uh, I've lost about uh, eight or nine stone um, and basically did a complete body reset. But what I haven't done since Mm. that time is I haven't kind of taken on any kind of a fitness regime uh, Mm. with any consistency at all. Um, You know, just again, family, you know, work, commute, um, everything else uh, just kind of left me feeling uh, just kind of bleached, just exhausted, you know, by the end of every day. And it just started to feel really like groundhog day, uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, uh, and certainly physically. And so when you and I were talking and especially off the back of, cause I, I do human resource,
0: yeah.
1: uh, work for companies and, and it's a real issue right now. A lot of people are stressed out, burned out, um, you know, feeling very claustrophobic at home,
0: yeah. um,
1: rel- relationships are suffering, um, mm-hmm. And it's really become a big issue. And I've had to kind of focus on that professionally for other people. Um, but never kind of took it upon myself to say, Hey, you know, how are you doing, Jeff? Um, right. and take any kind of self inventory. And so when I, I started speaking with you, uh, about your yoga and your Pilates and, um, and fitness and wellness regime, and you started kind of very gently kind of explaining to me, I guess giving me permission to, call all of this up and recognize it for what it was but then to forgive myself and and to say and here's how you can move forward you know here's how you can dust yourself off and and uh and enter in a, a sort of a new regime a healthier regime um to kind of get you back on track and that's that's i think really where where it's kind of left me but it's it's been a bit of a journey to be honest with you
0: well it sounds like you've traveled quite a long way in quite a short time there
1: yeah yeah definitely um, yeah, and I'm glad I did. I mean, yeah. thank God for the health system and, and looking after me and everything else. But uh yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting journey. But I, I need to go farther.
0: Yeah, well, um I I think that's right entirely. You know, the messages around nutrition and exercise going hand in hand together. I, I think of the of the two things that we couldn't Uh, could explore for our own bodies those are the two things that really are going to give you this uh, the biggest impact Um, and I'm kind of surprised that wasn't something that occurred to you having had that athletic past or maybe you know the time factor was was the was the thing
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. I have to say, I was woefully ignorant of of nutritional uh, knowledge. And it wasn't really until I started to enter into uh, this program that the Imperial College over here uh, was undertaking uh, Mm. with gastric bypass uh, surgery, actually in relation to its uh, powerful effect on removing in in a number of cases and completely remediating type 2 diabetes. Mm. as a weight factor, but, uh, but they taught me a lot about how your body, how our bodies, um, you know, kind of what their relationship is with food. Um, it, it was, there's it was a real kind of eye opener to me, cause I, I didn't have that kind of knowledge when I was, when I was an athlete, mm. um, all I knew was to carb up, um, drink lots of milk and get lots of calcium in your body and protein, mm. um, and build muscle tissue. And look, that's it. Jobs a good. you know, you're sorted, uh, go, so, um, yeah, I mean, God, if I knew now, if I knew then what I knew now, I would have been a very, very different cat altogether. Um, I would yeah. have been in much better shape, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that's true for lots of us, isn't it? If we knew mm. yeah, what we knew then <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the um, I'm just kind of surprised that wasn't suggested to you in conjunction with the management that you received uh, but anyway, it wasn't and uh, and so now we're looking back uh, and this you know, this is not unique to you uh, or or me for that for that matter how How are we finding our way back to thrive in middle life if if indeed, you know life got away from us, busy family lives, busy work lives, um, d- commutes taking the toll. Uh, how do we how do we find our way back to to thrive because you know, I think we've still got quite a bit of life left, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if you kind of look at it, you know, I'm probably a good 30 years, you know, to to the good. Um, but I want to make those a quality 30 years and not the, yeah. not the 30 years feeling the way I felt really the past, you know, the past 10 years, if you will, you know? Yeah.
0: So, well, you know, the great news is that it's that actually people who, get healthier in middle life stand to gain the most. Uh, right. Yeah no it's actually true um, and, and it's somewhat sometimes a little frustrating to those of us who've been trying to keep up with it all <laughs> of <life>. us. <laughs> I'll let that I'll let that rest um, but yes no it, it, making those changes in middle life actually can reap greater greater rewards so that's I mean that's great news isn't it? And uh, the question is, you know, you've obviously enhanced your nutritional um, knowledge on this journey uh, following the gastric band uh, bypass sorry, surgery. Um, uh, And so now it's really about how can we move more to feel better and live better for longer is is definitely, you know, where I'm approaching this from. Uh you know, and I think I said as a physiotherapist, I've had to uh, over my career I've worked with lots of people who have challenges. And so this is just 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 that. It's uh, it you're coming at, at it from a place of unfamiliarity, that is all, isn't it? You know, yeah. Your body's your body's kind of uh, got a bit of amnesia, but we we can work that out. <laughs> Fear and yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's possibly a case of, of bodily dementia in my case, but yeah. I, <laughs> I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah. No, it's just short-term memory loss. You'll be fine. There you uh, go. Yeah. So, but you know, I think um the danger is that we can if we're not careful, we get all riled up and enthusiastic about things and and maybe set off on a journey that is slightly uh, inappropriate uh, for the stage that you're at and so it's really important to sort of to evaluate where are we now what you know what is it that I'm lacking what is it that I'm wanting to achieve and and to set off on a path and um, and do that in a an incremental fashion as well is the other thing so you you know you don't want to be throwing yourself into high intensity interval training if you've got well, I think you did mention that you might have a metal hip going on somewhere. <laughs> I do,
1: which, which weird, weirdly feels like the best part of me at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good news. So, did yeah. you job on that one, then.
1: <laughs> yeah, they nailed it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, just oh, the well, rest of my body.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, the only way is up. Then, Jeff, by the sounds it, of it.
1: Yeah, you're spot on. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. so um so you you know, the, the way that I work is, as you mentioned, the Pilates and the yoga is something that I'm very um I'm very keen that people incorporate into their into the regimes. Uh, because you know cross-training is really the the approach that I favor. And um because the elements of fitness, if we look at what they are. Suppleness, strength, stamina—they all begin with S, which is quite convenient, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> Good point. And, and, you know, and to be f- well in the whole sense of the word, to be fit in the broadest sense, uh, then we need to tackle all of those different elements. And um, and you know, there's ways there's ways that we can do this. Uh, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger said something along those lines.
1: I'm sure he has done. Yeah. yeah, being a bit of a public fitness nut. Uh, but yeah,
0: we, I, we have ways. Is, is <laughs> all I'm going to say. Um, so, but you, you know, a lot of um, men, in particular, uh, I, I think I'm right in saying, sometimes when you think about things like Pilates or yoga. Uh, it might not be very appealing to a man. What what do you say to that?
1: Well, you know, there is a, I guess, a natural stigma um, and or bias and or a false uh, g- comprehension of what this this stuff is. I always, when somebody says to me, I'm going off to Pilates class or I'm going to go do yoga, I always envision sort of a 20 or 30-something female um, you know, wearing some specialized, extraordinarily expensive yoga outfit, uh, with something, some kind of a fancy mat rolled up under her arm. Um, and, you know, ponytail and bouncing and just, you know, can't wait to, to get to class. And I'm just sort of thinking, yeah, those days are over for me. You know, me kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of like flopping about, uh, in a room full of extraordinarily good looking, fit people. Uh, who can bend over backwards and and touch their toes uh from a you know a supine position you know hanging from the ceiling that's not gonna happen in my lifetime um so yeah. you know i yeah so that's that's the way I kind of gen up uh, you know in my head what it is having said that, I mean just having tried planking you know as simple as that just to build up some core strength and so forth, I definitely see the efficacy of it i just mm-hmm. uh I just can't imagine me, you know the old guy. sat in the back of the classroom (laughs) embarrassing myself while everybody gets on with it you know what I mean (laughs)
0: yeah I know it's hard that isn't it and I mean obviously I'm not 20 something and I haven't got a ponytail uh but um but you you know this is pre preconceived ideas is something that we all we all mastering isn't it uh having our mindset that that tells us uh, a particular thing or a particular person or a particular um holiday destination you know whatever it is has a has ramifications and so it's it is interesting because these Mm -hmm. obviously these are barriers that i'm trying to uh, to break down to Mm -hmm. to Uh, to spread the word that pilates is not just for posh people actually that was that was in my newsletter this week uh you're not bendy enough for yoga well there's no such thing uh the point is that um you know we call it yoga because uh it's got a series of postures with uh particular names associated with them a lot of what Joseph Pilates taught was derived from yoga. So there's a lot of parallels between yoga mm. and Pilates. And in terms of just movement, basically, that's what it is. It's just that they've given it some names and, mm. uh, you know, and, that, and maybe that in a, in a way created a barrier. Maybe maybe that created a barrier. I don't know. But, yeah. uh, you know, how so how do we make it something that people feel is accessible to them something and particularly in middle life when you think sitting cross-legged is a thing of the past you know
1: which is really tragic when you think about it i mean how hard is sitting cross-legged but yeah that wasn't it wasn't an option for me in uh in recent years
0: (laughs) Mm. well it's quite demanding in terms of the range of motion required at the hip joint so you know you yeah, say sitting cross-legged is it's actually quite a demanding posture. And that you know what I don't do is I offer modifications and you know supports supports are there to make this these um disciplines accessible. It's not you know it's not an admission of defeat to use a yoga block. It's actually you you using your upstairs. To think, if I do if I do it this way, then it makes it accessible. And so, as much as possible, that's what I want to do. Um, you know, it, our body's our business. It's really important. Uh, you, you know, I'm preaching to the converted now. I know Jeff, but
1: well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who is yet to go on the full blown journey for sure? But yeah, so keep going. I need the encouragement.
0: Yeah, you, you know, it, it's it's about getting to that place of realization. If if you know, whenever that comes, and it, it, for some people they're enlightened. You know, and I I always feel like young people who do these things are enlightened. I uh, I, I I teach my son, and he's twenty, nearly twenty one, and I feel so wonderfully um, happy that that this is a gift for a young person. This is something that. You know, like riding a bicycle, like learning to swim, the just skills that you carry with you through your life. And having done it as a young person makes it some way less, um, you know. And then, of course, like you say, with American football, you did it when you were young. You you left it. You're not going back to it, though, are you? That's the thing. So whereas if (laughs) if we do things like this when we're younger and then we find, you know, we fall off the wagon for a bit when we're having our families or embroiled in a busy work day, then getting back on the wagon is, uh, is not quite so frightening or, uh, or, or scary. So, so yeah, I, I love that I do that with him or he does that with me. He puts up with me probably is what I should say. <laughs> No, that's
1: great I, I mean, it is good because i mean if, if again if, if i had those fundamentals and i and i just ha- were, was able to have removed those early early days biases um and just kind of moved beyond that i i can absolutely see myself embracing that wholeheartedly as sort of like a, a way forward and i and i think I'd, I'd love for you to speak to this issue um look the gyms are all shut you know mm-hmm. and, and possibly for the uh, foreseeable um depending on how the science ultimately kind of that's out you know with coronavirus spreading and everything else uh how is it how is it you're able to carry on um sort of like keeping people engaged uh, during this this process and, and how I mean, maybe you just kind of visualize you know me kind of joining joining up with us i mean how does this how does this typically work
0: well i i am um, i am only an online business as it happens mm-hmm. so i thought of this way before covid came along uh, right. uh, a middle-aged woman <laughs> getting embroiled with technology was uh, was something that came to me and uh, it's it's not been as as simple plain sailing as i thought it might be but anyway i'm getting there jeff that's all i'm going to say and mm-hmm. and so it's an online community that i'm trying to build of people who who want to explore movement uh in lots of different ways with pilates with yoga with uh with resistance with um stretching you know with with intelligence is really what i'm hoping so yes i keep my classes small so that i can see you on the screen and i can help you i can guide you and um and for the most part i i uh, i will see somebody as an individual before we embark on a session as a group so that's so idea you know, and and the good thing is when you're on in a group on the on the internet you know people are not looking at you they're not looking at you in the class at the back of the class you know you're all yeah. in your own. are all in your own classroom at home, and as long as you haven't got chandeliers or lots of precious ornaments to break, then uh, then we're all we should be good to go.
1: Or kids running in and out and constantly interrupting you, and yeah, well, so
0: that's okay if it's at your house. It's it's not so good if it's at my house, obviously. Right. But, yeah. So I've got my studio set up here in my house. So uh, and people visit me virtually. And and I work with individuals and I work with groups and you know I I love what I do it's it's you know what do they say it's it's not a job if you love what you do it's an absolute pleasure and an honour to help people to move better feel better and uh, and just you know I'm evangelical about it you know this Jeff yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, <laughs> no, and it's great. It's it's wonderful that you are because you're carrying carrying the good word, as they say, um, you know, to folks that, you know, uh to me anyway, uh when when you and I talked is it's not too late. Um no. in fact, I mean to your point, wake up to the fact that if you actually take control of this now, um and start to turn your life around and turn your level of fitness around and develop your core and do all those sorts of things and Stretch. I mean, God, the flexibility thing. I'm reading about this everywhere. Um, you know, just how crucial that stuff is. So you've got me um, yeah, you've definitely planted the bug in my well, brain.
0: I, I love I love that. Um, and so you know, one of the biggest things we can do is get better at balancing too, Jeff. So uh balance, mm-hmm. it seems, just has the edge when it comes to uh predicting longevity. So yeah, yeah, definitely. The, a study that I was reading, uh, strength, uh, suppleness, and balance, and of those three, balance has the edge. And that's, you know, I think if if we think logically about it, if you fall over and sustain a fracture later on in life, then the mortality rates associated, particularly with a hip fracture, are, uh, you know, they're starting to become significant. So if mm. we cannot fall over, if we can, uh, you know, and, and it's, if we can stay on our two feet and not fall over, then we're definitely making progress. And, um, and actually, it's all these things. There is no one thing that is the solution. It's, it's being fit in the broadest sense of the word, able to bend down, touch your toes to tie your shoelaces, able to stand on one leg to put your pajamas on able to reach to the top shelf in the kitchen, able to scratch between the shoulder blades. Um, Mm. If we just think about the things that we do in our lives, and uh, and being able to go about our everyday f- without feeling like it's an effort to get out of the, right. the chair, you know, the low chair. It's not an effort to reach down and tie your shoelaces or, you know, at the mm. moment when it was so cold and I was going out, putting on extra layers. You know, it's like you're fighting with all these extra layers. It's almost you've done a workout before you step out the door.
1: <laughs> it was like that last week, wasn't it? <laughs> It's a bit crazy,
0: well, you know. Yeah. So, so just being physically capable of going about our day, and mm. uh, and just really being sure that you know, while we're all, as you say, locking down, not able, perhaps, not um, maybe feeling a bit afraid to venture out, and certainly go to uh, you know too far from home too regularly, mm. then, uh, then we, you know, d- we can do it in the front of our own. Uh, it, televisions it, do it yeah. uh, in the broader sense no uh, get physical get active look after yourself boost your immune system this is you know another part of staying fit and healthy isn't it that we will um i was reading something where they were inoculating people with the um the cold virus the common cold
1: mm. and
0: that uh those people who you know were feeling happier were more likely, less likely to catch the cold. Um, so, you know, boost your mood with. What did I just say? Boost your mood with movement is what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't quite know how it came out, but boost your mood with movements, and uh, there you go. You know, get boost your immune system with uh, with a giggle uh, as well because you know what I can't yeah. help but make it fun, Jeff. It's it just it's in my DNA.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you got to, you got to, especially if you've ever seen me try to do yoga. That in and of itself is is possibly a comedy act, well worth paying for. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I would be laughing with you, Jeff, and not at you, obviously,
1: <laughs> or near yeah. me at least. <laughs>
0: Fun. You know, you, you know, joking apart, engage in things that give you joy and, and, but by the same token, don't avoid things because you've never tried them. And so it may be that something that you've never tried, you might actually find a source of joy that you never knew was there before. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, try something new, step out of your comfort zone, uh, learn a new skill, bigger brains, Jeff. Did you know that? Yeah. I'm
1: all about that, man. Yeah, feed the brain. Um, which, you know, interestingly, in my in my line of work, I do a, a load of. I take better care of my own sense of knowledge attainment and mm-hmm. um, and thinking and everything else. But the problem is, is that if I don't then back that up with good, you know, brain oxy- oxygenation, and mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean, and and kind of developing a physical sense of of control and comfort, um, mm-hmm. you know, with what my body is is becoming. Um, then potentially I risk losing it all. I mean, you know, you, you, issues related to dementia and to loss of memory, and yeah. all of those elements, you know, come into play when you're not, you know, keeping the system that supports this gray matter in our skulls. Um, if you're not keeping that going, um, you know, what are the chances it's going to to work at, at anywhere near an optimum level, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing with exercise, when you start to look into it, increasing the blood flow. To every bit of you is part of guarding against deterioration. So, even the eyes—believe it or not, Jeff—benefits that the health of your eyeball actually benefits from moving more and uh, increasing the blood flow. The, you know, so the, the benefits, the, the possibilities yes. are endless. There's, I, I don't know that we need any more reasons to get moving than than. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you notice, this is a, a technique I use basically to keep you talking So before I actually have to physically work out. So I'm just kind of staving off.
0: <laughs> you know what? It's funny you should say that. So I wondered why they love to keep me talking before we get moving. No, I'm always watching the watch, Jeff. I'm always watching the watch. Um, yeah. yeah, you'll so, get 58 minutes out of an hour, so don't worry.
1: <laughs> cool. Brilliant. No faffing about then. Straight to it. I love it.
0: Well, you know me. I'm from the north. We just, you know, get straight to it.
1: (laughs) No nonsense. That's perfect. Just like just like New York City, where I came from for similar folks.
0: Oh, there you go. That must be it. Maybe there's a resonance there.
1: (laughs) Indeed. Absolutely.
0: I, I unless you have any more questions for me.
1: The only quick one I have is dispel this last uh, notion that I have, that, that when you are doing yoga, you mm. are also kind of having to kind of engage with some level of meditation or some some completely bizarre incense-filled spiritual, you know, kind of experience. Or is that not what yoga is at all?
0: Well, yes, it's, it's really good that you asked that question. Yo- yoga is what you want it to be, really. And of course, there are lots of, lots of teachers and as many, as many teachers there are is how many different approaches you will find and, right. you know, and so invariably we take something, a learning, a teaching, and we make it our own. And, and so it, and so sometimes it is that you have to explore different teachers because so don't be put off if you come to me and you don't like it, because there will be somebody there that people resonate with different approaches. And, and so the mindfulness is is a big part of yoga. And actually, it's what I've come to love about yoga as I've got older and wiser is what I'm going to say there. So, the, you know, the ability to be able to manipulate your thoughts, your, uh, you know, to 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 leave the day behind, to enter a space where um, we are focusing on you moving, you breathing, you experiencing, you know, whatever it is you experience, and that's going to be right. different for each of us. So I do teach meditation. I do, I do wholly appreciate the benefits of meditation for myself, uh, but I'm not going to push it on anybody. Uh, my my you know' the, it'll be quite clear which sessions are lending themselves to this meditation section at the mm-hmm. end some will have more of it and others will just merely be an opportunity to lie down and have a, a little rest at the end and uh, you know most people think that's the best bit to be honest so <laughs>
1: Indeed. Yeah. The bit where you can rest. Well, no, that's, that's really useful. And listen, I wasn't, I didn't mean to poo poo meditation. I think there's some powerful juju there uh, for Mm -hmm. sure that needs exploring um, certainly from my perspective, but uh, no, I appreciate that uh, notion Uh, very similar to, you know, kind of work, you know, work uh, habits like uh, agile working and things of that nature. I I have a very similar philosophy, uh, you know, when I speak to CEOs about that, which is look, you, you only take this stuff and in bite-sized chunks, as it makes sense to to for you to use it, and, mm. uh, and don't force yourself into a discipline that says this is way, the way it must be. That's that's yeah. ridiculous. So oh, that's very helpful. I really appreciate it, Philippa, and it's it's been um, it's been wonderful to know you because I feel like I'm I'm waking up to this whole side of me that I put to sleep a long time ago.
0: Oh well, I I really appreciate you saying that, and I appreciate your honesty. And coming to share with other people the journey that you're taking and still on, and we all are indeed on, you know, a journey of one version or another. And uh, I hope, you know, like I said to you, talking to people is really just my way of reaching out to help more people. And uh, and you know, if it's even if it's just about uh, setting you to get a healthier plate or. Uh, mm. To go out and get fresh air, you know, it, it doesn't have to be about. It's not all about me, uh, uh, <laughs> Jeff. You know, it's it's about the greater goods and moving mm. more to feel better and stay healthier, especially now, especially now. Good. So,
1: well, that's brilliant. Yeah, but thank you very much for that. I've been, I've enjoyed it.
0: And um, thank you again, Jeff. It's been a blast. Thank you. Cool.
1: Thank you very much.